Introducing the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. With 25 million copies in print, learn how the Don't Sweat Wisdom can help you achieve greater mental health and better communication with your family, friends, and coworkers from a beloved teacher. Rediscover your passion, joy, and self-compassion to awaken your most vibrant life. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. Let's go ahead and take our golden pause. Wherever you are, the whole point of a golden pause is to tune into your breath, open your heart, and tune into your gratitude. HeartMath says that gratitude is the memory of the heart. It is the most heart-resonant emotion that you can live in, and it's the healthiest emotion that you can live in. So let's get heart healthy and tune into our gratitude by taking our golden pause. I'd love you to just sit comfortably wherever you are and tune into your breath. Breathe in, expanding your chest and your belly as you breathe in. And then exhaling just as deeply. In this next breath, just breathe in sunlight. Exhaling tension or fear or anxiety. Letting go. Breathe in love. Let go of fear. With this breath, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart and opening your heart. And just breathe in sunlight, noticing your breath, and spending a moment in gratitude, thinking about a person, a place, a thing, just anything that you feel incredibly grateful for. And hopefully you have a smile on your face as you open your eyes and we begin this podcast. So this podcast is really, um, I'm going to just share with you some of my, what I call my wisdom bombs. And these are things that you'll see in all of my postings on Facebook. They're They're just these amazing pieces of wisdom and growth and lessons that I've learned throughout all of my years living with Richard um, through the Don't Sweat Wisdom, but but a lot this last nine years, the things that I've learned um, and how to keep life in perspective while going through loss and how to keep life in perspective um, amidst facing all the obstacles that we face on a daily basis. And there's just... There's just some tremendous wisdom that I'd love to share. And so I'm going to begin with um, a quote that's from me, really, or Richard, and then I'm going to expand on it. And I'm not sure how many I'll have time for. I'm guessing around three. Maybe I'll do a series of wisdom bombs for you throughout our podcasting, but that's how we'll start with three. The first one is the circumstances of life. Don't make or break you. They reveal who you are. So this is something that Richard said often in his work, and he said it many times to me throughout the years of our life together. And this is something that really came back to me 
very quickly after I found out that he had died, I just, I really, this quote just popped into my mind and it really became my saving grace. I remember, you know, standing at the hearth of our fireplace and having a conversation with myself and it went something like this. It was like, Chris, this could go two ways for you. You know, you're, you're either going to like go into bed and put the covers over your head at night and just shut completely down to life in your despair and sorrow, or you're going to take the stand that yes, there's going to be despair and sorrow, but you're going to take the stand that you're strong and you're courageous and that you'll face and stand in what you've been given. Because I also was very aware of the many blessings of my life that I had this incredible life. I, I had this incredible life. And it, it was shocking to go from having this incredible life to suddenly not having that incredible life anymore, you know, but on some level in my heart, I knew I still had an incredible life. I just knew that I needed to go through this process of change and transition. And, and I decided, I remember making the choice to do it as gracefully as possible. And so it's true that the circumstances of life, they don't make or break you no matter what you face, but they reveal who you are. And they can reveal whatever is there to reveal. And then it gives you a chance to take a really solid look at yourself, right? And you can take a really solid look at where you are. But there's one piece that I remember really stepping into that I hope helps you. And that is that we really do choose whether we're going to be the victim or victor. And now we don't always choose being the victor. And there's moments of self-pity for everyone. I don't care who you are. You have your moments of self-pity. But how much you engage in that story about self-pity really determines how your outcome is going to be and, and how gracefully are you going to go through those low moments. Because we always said, Richard always said in his work, you know, that you're not going to be happy all the time in life, but you can be graceful when low or grateful when high. Graceful when low and grateful when high. Again, gratitude being the highest resonant emotion that we have. Heart resonance is when your heart beats with total resonance in a, in a very resonant pattern. And it's most resonant when you're feeling gratitude. If we know this too shall pass, then it's far easier to, you know, get through those lower times gracefully, right? And everything does pass. Everything changes. Everything transforms. All things are temporary. Moods are temporary. Situations are temporary. There's always going to be some form of resolution, even though some things take some time. So the second, the, I know there was a lot of wisdom bombs thrown in there. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to apologize for that. But the second piece of really great wisdom that I know will be incredibly helpful to you is that the serenity prayer is probably the most substantial prayer that we could ever say. And 
it's so much about embracing the courage, you know, to um, face the things, face our challenges by being able to define, you know, by one question, can I change this? Can I change this? If you can't change the circumstances of something, then you know that you need to surrender in. You need to surrender and trust that life will take you on a journey, on a process. And that as you surrender and trust in that process of healing, that you will accept whatever has happened in your life will come to a place of acceptance as you release grief, as you release fear. You will receive more love. You will receive a new life. I call that my star mantra. And it really is based on the, the serenity prayer. God, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that prayer has come back to me so many times in my life. Um, that was really a paraphrase. I don't have it sitting in front of me, so that's how I say it to myself. Um, but there's a mantra, surrender, trust, accept, release, and receive that I teach in my work, the star mantra. And I've shared that with many, many um, people over the years in grief and, and loss. And it's something that works pretty well in day-to-day -day life too, in traffic or any, you know, any situation that you cannot change. So there's that one question to ask, can I change this? And then therein lies the path of healing if you cannot. The last thing I'm going to talk about in this podcast is what happens when we do face a life crisis situation when, you know, you go through loss, whether it be the loss of your partner, your mother, your father, any loss. It could be the loss of your house. It could be the loss of your career. It could be any great loss that puts you in a state of what feels like crisis. What I was able to identify that happened in me was that I was very ego identified with being Richard's wife and, and being a really good wife at that, really being like his life coach and, and, and really supporting his life. Like I honestly thought that my great contribution to the world came through being his support system. And I also, my ego is very identified in being a great mother and being a great friend and all sorts of things. Well, I never really thought of ego as necessarily being the positive things that we identify with. I always thought of ego, ego as this negative thing. But ego really surfaces with identity. So anytime you have to um, complete the statement, I am, with I am something at the end of it, I am a great wife. I am a mother. I am a teacher. I am this. I am that. Whenever you're identified with something, that's when ego is present. When you can just simply get to a place in your life where you say, I am, meaning in some ways you're saying, I am nothing. 
nothing in the most beautiful capacity because nothing, you are everything. You are all things that you are all complete as you are with nothing attached to it. Now, what can happen is your ego can get annihilated in a loss, completely annihilated. And then because you feel in crisis and because you're so identified with whatever that loss is, that you're suddenly feeling like this completely out of sorts, chaotic being because you are, you're transforming. But what can be really, really beautiful is if that you, if you can sit in the stillness of that place, in the stillness of not having that attachment to the end of I am, what's so beautiful is that who you are actually really emerges from that place of nothing. Isn't that ironic? So there's so much paradox in life that if you know this and you can sit in that place of I am nothing, then what emerges is you. And I always say that if something's missing in your life, maybe it's you. And that's because often we don't really learn who our real and true essence is until we go through an ego annihilation. And remember, the first wisdom bomb today was the circumstances of your life don't make or break you. They reveal who you are. And you are enough as you are. You really are. And sometimes in your ego annihilation, you, you have the opportunity, the gift that comes in a very untidy package is to recognize this and to say, I am enough as I am, and to know and trust that life has a way of working out, and that even though this time you might be feeling very low and very much like uncertain and in question about where to go from here, as you sit in that place of stillness, in that presence, something will emerge, and that something is the essence of who you are that beautiful soul that's always been there, that is just shrouded by ego. Repeat to yourself now, I am enough as I am. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Visit christinecarlson.com to receive 30 days of Don't Sweat Wisdom delivered to your inbox. And remember to subscribe to this podcast now to receive Don't Sweat Wisdom from Chris every week.